1: Welcome in, one and all. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. You know what, you love it. We're glad you're here. We're happy to have you. Uh, I'm Kostaki Economopolis. I'll be your host. And we got uh, Glenn Grizzard on the podcast. We just had him, but it's hard to get him now because of the schedule changed and I had to come home late. Then they got kind of a late Windows and he's available late. So, we're recording live at 9.30 Eastern during two football games. This isn't plan A, but once in a while you got to do it. We just had a Nick Chubb injury. Apparently it's horrific. Bad enough they didn't want, it, want us to see it. Um, some other sloppy football going on. We had a hell of a Sunday. I've been traveling around all over Ohio and Michigan. Loving it. It's great to see my buddy Ron. Uh, it was great to work with Kevin Kevin Bartini. Uh, it was great to see some folks. I did two funny bones, Toledo and Dayton. The numbers in those two locations, I put together revenue share deals with radio stations. We had these big high hopes and these beautiful rooms, and the numbers just were not great. But the weekend numbers were great Friday and Saturday were both good. I did a brewery in uh, Michigan, uh, and I did a cool, uh, weird little It's like a, it was almost a country club bar in uh, Youngstown. Uh, All four shows, I have to say, were great creatively. I've been working on the dry bar stuff, getting the segues together, getting the set up and running, getting the couple of uh, edgy or dark or religious or language things out of it. Uh, it's been really good for my head to do all these sets, a lot of great shows coming up this week, Thursday, Albuquerque. Uh, then I'm doing the dry bar taping on Saturday in Provo. If you're listening to this and you live in Utah, come see me. I would love to have some Kostocki folks mixed into the, uh, random family comedy folks that come to these tapings. It'd be great to have some of my people there. Uh, I'm very excited about the taping. I think it's going to be great. Uh, the week after, I'm doing Talent Oregon, Redding, California, and Chico, California, a little cluster of uh, Pacific Northwest, if you will. Um, then I'm doing Clarksville, Tennessee, and Muscle Shoals in a couple weeks after that. Then I'm getting up to Wisconsin, doing Janesville, Oshkosh, and Eau Claire. And then Fargo and Sioux Falls in December before the snow comes in January and February. That's my plan. I don't know if that's going to work, but that was my plan um if you've never done this take a second do it for us it's a it's a favor i'm asking of you go to your uh platform whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review that will help the algorithm spread us out there in the world and blah 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 we'll talk to glenn in a sec the falcons are 2-0 and a lot of teams aren't 2-0 and but the falcons are uh We're pretty excited about that, so it's good to have Glenn on for that. Let's uh, let's see who's in here. Who who do we got in the live? I know it was was a little late. Thanks for coming, Jerry. Good to see you, man. Eric, Jesse, uh, Heather, what's up? Andy Merriman. Uh, Andy and I are are locked in a matchup tonight. He needs some points from Nick Chubb. That's not good news for you, Andy. Hey, Marja Kotamopoulos is here. That's awesome. It's great to see you guys. Ryan Chambers. Nice. Uh, Ryan says, Pacific Northwest, like Eastern Washington. Your 18 fans at Jokers miss you, touche. <laughs> no, I'm going to a western southern. I got it's more of an Oregon, California. Got a lot, I got a lot more fans there, Ryan. You probably don't know. Uh <laughs> well, it's good to see a bunch of you guys in here. I'm sorry about the weird time change. So next week it'll be back at its regular time, 2:30 p.m. And the week after that, I got another crazy travel day coming back from Northern California. So that one's probably gonna be late again, just as an FYI. Most of you are listening to this, whenever the heck you want, in your ear holes with your podcast app. So continue to do that. And if you want to join us on Facebook Live at the All Pro Lines uh platform, you can you can do that as well. All right, let's let's do some jokes. Let's talk to Glenn. Let's do what we do here. You know the things we do. The two-minute drill. New NFL record in the uh, new NFL record right now for the most catches in his first two games. Puka Nakua. Meanwhile, the Bengals took a big PUA. Huh? they are they're 0-2-a. They're Cincinnati hasn't been this miffed since WKRP dropped live turkeys out of a helicopter. See, that was, they're miffed about, since Jerry Springer was mayor. Joe Burrow aggravated his calf injury. He also aggravated the entire city of Cincinnati. Aggravated calf, by the way, sounds like something you could order at a steakhouse in Texas. We, we get the aggravated calf. Uh, Cardinals are 0-2. Or as to put it away, Kyler Murray can understand two losses in a fortnight. Tom Brady reportedly buying a stake in the Raiders. That hasn't gone through yet, which is newsworthy because he could still theoretically play for the Jets this year. For the love of God. I don't want that to happen. But I do want somebody to come and save uh Garrett Wilson's fantasy value. <laughs> so I'm I'm ready for Jameis Winston, but we'll see what happens. Uh but the Tom Brady ownership thing hasn't gone through yet. He does completely own the Jets, Bills and Dolphins. That's been established over two decade period. The weakest conference in the history of with the best quarterback and the best coach and the best tight. That's not fair. Don't let me start. Okay. Uh, Falcons are 2 and 0 for the first time in 6 years. As we all know, the Falcons never blow an early lead. So this should be we should be good to go for the rest of the season. The Falcons have more wins than Aaron Rodgers has Achilles. So that's that's a lot. <laughs> it's uh, you think tearing an Achilles is bad. The Falcons tore the entire passing game out of their playbook. The, the, the Falcons' playbook at this point is like mine in uh, vibrating football. It's like they tried to pass once with the little plastic guy, and it was too messy, so they went right back to the wedge. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. But if they're going to play good defense and run the ball like crazy with Bijan, I'm fine. Fine. I just have to adjust. It's going to be fine. It is national suicide prevention month, which is a uh, pretty good timing for jets fans. Uh, jets thought Aaron Rodgers was the missing piece and they were right. He was, it's such a bummer. This whole story, Pat McAfee lowered his sleeves to half staff. Uh, it was kind of a bye week for the Jets this week and last week. So they said bye-bye to their Super Bowl hopes for the rest of the season. Aaron's going to be on a new drug. It's called Iowa watching. Uh, who would have thought an old pack of quarterback would have a body body part that upset more people than Brett Favre. They say Aaron has a shot to play next year, but we know Aaron, he doesn't want a shot. He's going to say, no, he's going to take care of it himself. He's probably somewhere with the tear of a newt and a, all right. Uh, I don't know what's worse. Aaron Rodgers in a boot or Joe Burrow in the pocket. It's, it's ugly out there. The Jets now have half their money in a thing they can't use. It's like my ex-wife's vagina. Huh? I don't know if I could say that on the radio, but I'm going to try. I don't think Zach Wilson is the answer for the Jets. The Jets would be better off with Owen Wilson, with the, with Wilson Phillips, with Tim Wilson. Flip Wilson, Wilson from Castaway. Achilles, as you know, is the Greek god of ending seasons. Uh, (laughs) Achilles has got to be pissed, right, about all the negative press. I have one weakness. It's all you fuckers ever talk about. (laughs) But you know the Achilles story, right? You know this, right? So his mother wanted to protect him, so she dipped him in a river of magic water, but she was holding him by the heel. that's his only weakness, and that's where we got the Achilles heel from. Of course, you know this part. Uh, Here's the part you might not know. When he was young, he was given a choice. He could have a pedestrian long life, or he could have this adventurous, fantastical life and die young, and that's what he chose. And so did Kurt Cobain. Uh, Kurt's mother also uh, tried to protect him. She dipped him in a river of Kevlar. Unfortunately, she was holding him by the face. (laughs) And with that, we bring in my old friend Glenn Grisard. <laughs> hey, buddy!
2: Did you say she was holding Kurt Cobain by the face? By the face—that's good comedy. You, <laughs> you, you, raunchy!
1: <laughs> Ooh, can't do that in front of teenage Mormons um, this week.
2: <laughs>
1: How you doing, buddy?
2: I'm good, good. I got a two and o Falcons team on my on my shirt. Yeah, what's oh, the seven down there. That's you a seven get,
1: coming up. Is that Bijan?
2: Is that Bijan Robinson? That is seven? my Bijan. We're gonna gonna put some duct tape over the Vic on the back. Put <laughs> a little Bijan on there and see how it goes.
1: <laughs> we didn't retire that number. You're allowed. To I don't so get that. no number seven.
2: We buried it in the backyard. It didn't
1: work. <laughs> my friend Tom, you know Tom Simmons. I do. He was such a contrarian. He had a Vic jersey, and he didn't wear it for years and years and years because everyone had one, and he thought it was boring. And then when the whole dog thing happened, then he put it on a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, no, no, not everyone's wearing them now, you know. Yes. All right. Tell me, how do you how do you feel? What's gonna happen with the Falcons? Are we, well, are we I
2: I had given up on them yesterday. I thought that was gonna be <laughs> I, I didn't think there was any way we were gonna win that game. That that that's the kind of thing, you know, once we go down that much. But I guess it's better, it's better than being ahead by that much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with this one team, yes. It's the only team you don't want to get a big fat lead. But they're never gonna get a big lead with Desmond Ritter, right? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I mean,
2: I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm seeing game manager. I'm seeing Trent Dilfer. I'm seeing, you know, try not to mess up and hand the ball off.
1: It's not that good even. It's
2: not going to win a Super Bowl.
1: No, I don't think so. I, they, we keep talking about the Jets need a new quarterback. I want a new quarterback. Can we trade for? Where are they panning them out at? I would if, if the Vikings lose three more games. Can we trade for Kirk Cousins? to be good for two years. <laughs> I would happily take Kirk Cousins. Something like that. I don't know. What? There was Maybe talk Get there. our hands on Zach Wilson. <laughs> he's a he's probably available. <laughs> Maybe we could trade. We, uh, we'll trade you guys the fifty-first best quarterback for the fifty-fifth best quarterback.
2: Maybe it's just because he's playing the the mighty Dallas Cowboys. Much as I hate to say it, man, they look so good. That two games, two games.
1: It's early yet. Two games. They've been yeah. they they're supposed to be good for the last ten years, and they keep not being good. I gotta mm-hmm. see a little more before I believe it. But
2: oh yeah, I'm sure Dak can still blow it. But um. <laughs> Right. Not enjoy it, not enjoy it. And thankfully they're on all the time. So I, I get a chance to see everything that they have to say.
1: Now, when you were last on, uh one of the things that I said to you was that Baker Mayfield is gonna look better than anybody thinks. And yeah. I was right, he has looked
2: just good enough to win barely twice.
1: Is it's your other team? Is that your local your <laughs> local market team? I
2: guess that's what's on. <laughs> We are. I am in Sarasota now, so that is, I am a Tampa Bay Bucks local. But um, <laughs> I, I I can't get excited about it. Except I am more than happy to get excited about Mike Evans. I was just
1: gonna say so Mike I, Evans can't catch these balls eight
2: years ago. Still have him holding strong. He's, yeah. he's trying Kyle to play out that contract.
1: Kyle Pitts would love to have Baker Mayfield throwing the ball.
2: What the hell is up with Kyle Pitts? What do they not know he's there?
1: It's so weird. His it, rookie year he had over a thousand yards, which never happens. Hasn't happened in 50 years or something crazy. So
2: Ritter doesn't have Mariota's touch.
1: <laughs> this stupid team. They did everything except for the one thing they needed to do the most. Get a quarter. You have all the money. You did you solved all the problems with the money so you could buy a quarterback? Now, could
2: they get Matt Ryan? I mean, would that be legal for them to pick up Matt Ryan, sign him, sign him up, and just put him in the, on the bench?
1: Yeah. In fact, Matt has to not say publicly that he's retired because he's not technically retired, and a team can get Matt Ryan. And How he's on the short he list. Worse? He can't be worse. He I, he would be improvement for sure. And Carson Wentz would be an improvement.
2: I think that could really rejuvenate the city of Atlanta. Uh, rejuvenate, great. just rejuvenate, because I don't I don't think we're ready <laughs> for a re. But I think he could rejuvenate us. <laughs>
1: And, I love that. Anyway. I actually I actually like that idea because it's not a long-term solution and it's definitely better than what the current situation is. And the team has proven that they can win. And if they had a better quarterback, then they would have a real chance this year. I think he would be, and, and, and Arthur would, would do the same thing. He would dampen down and try to hide him, but at least he could really fling the ball when you weren't hiding him, Right.
2: I mean, you get Drake London on some of those long bombs, you get Kyle Pitts across the middle, and then you just hand, he can hand the ball off just as good as Ritter can.
1: Right. I accept the ratio of running to, fine. If you're going to play good defense and really do it, fine. But you also have Bring to back remember. Matt! Bring yeah. back Matt! I think he talked me into it. I like this idea. <laughs> All right. If you haven't heard this joke, this was a joke told on the the Kelsey Brothers have a podcast. And the more interesting, smart one is the is the Eagles one. He is, uh, let's see if I can add this to the screen. You can do whatever. Oh, all right, hold on. I'm not very good at this game. But this you could hear the sound, right? That's all that matters. We don't get to see the visual on the thing with the thing. All right, just listen to this joke and enjoy it. This is one of my favorite jokes I've heard in a while. <laughs> Wait, where'd it go? <laughs> do it who did the best joke i had ever heard when doug peterson was the coach
2: he gets up there in the middle of a team meeting and he's like all right there's these three guys and they're sitting around a table first guy comes up thinking to himself he's you know what i'm pretty fast i think i'm so fast i think i'm the fastest man in the world so he goes out they time him in the 40 yard dash and he sends his time in to the guinness book of world records second guy says you know what i'm tall i'm so tall i think i'm the tallest man in the world so they get the measuring table up they measure him. they take a picture and they send it off to the guinness book of world Records. the third guy says you know what I got a small d- it's so small i think it might be the smallest d- in the world they take out a ruler measure it take a picture send it off to the guinness book of world records they're sitting around a few weeks later and the results come back the first guy opens the letter he's excited i did it i'm the fastest man in the world second guy rips open the letter. He goes, i did it i'm the tallest man in the world third guy getting excited opens his letter and he says who the f- is doug peterson <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Classic.
1: (laughs) I want to tell that joke around a campfire with one of our buddies (laughs) as the butt of it. (laughs) Works every time. How come I've never heard that joke? Have you ever heard that joke?
2: I guess it ain't been written up before.
1: That's great. There aren't many jokes left in the world I've never heard. That genuinely surprised me, the ending. and I thought he told it really well. He's a very compelling storyteller, that guy. (laughs)
2: Speaking of joking, I heard you spent
1: some time with Kevin Bartini. I saw Kevin. Kevin was, the, Kevin was uh, headlining in Dayton the weekend that I was uh, doing Sunday night in Dayton. And so uh, he drove from New York, and he came and uh, opened for me in Toledo on Thursday night. <clears throat> and then uh, he did Dayton for the weekend, and I went running around other places and came to Dayton on the Sunday. Uh, it was great. It was great to see him. He was really funny. You know what I forgot about Ke- uh, Kevin is he's a, he's got chops as a warm-up guy. For the last 10 years or so, he's done like Daily a, Show, like, 15 different shows, some really good shows. The Daily Show included several really good shows where he's, if you don't know some of the inner workings, a lot of these shows have a comic who comes out and talks to the audience and tells them what's going on with the timing and the thing and does crowd work, it keeps them sort of energized and connected. It is a really difficult job to do well. And he did it so well that he was like they were requesting and he was going from job to job to job to job. Anyway, it was kind of a weird situation because there was no MC and they kind of just like it was just – he wasn't on the ticket or anything. They just throw him up there. But he's got chops, man. He just walked up there and made a great – Great thing out of a weird situation. He was awesome. It was good to see he's him. He's in
2: Marvelous heard. Mrs. Maisel too, right?
1: Yeah, he's in. He's, he's in on a TV. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. on the TV.
2: Well, I, I mean, I was I brought him up. I saw it on there. I was like, I wanted to tell the story about the time Kevin Bartini saved my life. <laughs> that we went, we went to the Please Falcons Jets game at at the Meadowlands, at giant stadium at whatever MetLife it is now, and. Right, right. We we're there with, uh, your brother and with Baxter and we we're there in the driving hundred percent chance pouring rain all afternoon. We, we went from downtown, went out to New Jersey and, and I mean, just it couldn't have been more rain. So we're trapped and we're just standing out in the, in the, in the sideways rain settled in and, and Kevin had his, um, had his sugar water, and he had a, we, were met, we were hanging out with the Jets chain gang guys, the guys that say first down when those chances when the Jets did, used to do that, like once a game they would get the first down. <laughs> and they would be the guys hollering it. They were right next to us at the, at the tailgate, and so we we did some real pregaming. And I, I as usual, I was oh, leaving yeah. back in the pregame, and we got into the stadium, and it was it was slippery. It was very wet and slippery in there. And after we got the first field goal, I was cheering and cheering and cheering. And I kind of lost my balance going forward at the, <laughs> the, at the top of the stairs. And I'm going back and, and I leaned too far forward. And I was going, I was going to fall down the whole stadium, probably over the rail, probably into the net, into the, into the but probably, Lord only knows what might've been going to happen. And right as I just went, I feel the hand of God reach behind me right on the back of my, my shoulders and hold on to me enough so that I could fall just sideways <laughs> right down into the seats below us, the, the, one, the next row down, and Kevin Bartini, who I just met that day for the first time, was holding on as <laughs> tight as he could to the back of my, my poncho, and and saving my life from rolling he saved down. your
1: life Kevin Martini. Yeah, I was I would
2: love to see him again. We we've we've had that one day together and <laughs> we 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 talk on the Facebook regularly. I mean, he's a he's a hell of a guy. And I'm glad you got to hang out with him again.
1: Yeah, follow Kevin Martini for those of you listening. He's a great comic and a good dude. He's he's got some interesting credits. He saved Glenn's life. He's been on uh <laughs> Marvelous Ms. Maisel, whatever that show. He he uh he was—he's been the warm-up guy for some of the best shows in the history of American television, and here's one of the most interesting ones. He's the reason that there's a street on the Upper West Side called George Carlin Way. Uh, he spent about a year and a half fighting the bureaucracy and the church <laughs> on the street where George grew up, and uh, he was able to push it through. And there's a street named after George Carlin. That's Kevin Bartini's doing. So.
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, let's do this.
1: (laughs) With what they have. I give my taps to. I wish they had a quarterback, but with what they have, I do give my kudos to the Falcons. They did play a team that I think is going to prove to be good. I think Jordan Love is a good quarterback. I think that team's going to prove itself to be good this year. I think they hung in there and won a game. They might have not won with some different coaching and some other decisions and kind of. I feel like he's changing the culture a little bit and he's building this defense and Bijan Robinson show and. I'm okay with it. If it's really going to happen, really going to work, it's okay. Kudos.
2: It's a middle of the road defense. It's as good as half the league on defense. And that offense has weapons. And if they can learn how to use Kyle Pitts in addition to their other weapons, they will make the playoffs.
1: They should, they got to throw the ball deep once in a while to keep them honest. Uh, They've got to be able to do that. They have two of the best young. Like sky high targets in the NFL, it's ridiculous not to throw it to them some of the time. Matt Ryan, I love I love this idea. I want Jameis Winston to play for the Jets. That's what I want. <laughs> Can we not have him play for the Falcons, please? No, I don't think it's a good match for the Falcons. But I, there's no way, Arthur, there's no way Arthur Smith would pick Jameis Winston. <laughs> He's doing the opposite of what Jameis is famous for.
2: You know, I'm not in the Falcons market. I don't – did Ritter run much? I don't – I mean, he's got to be running for it to work.
1: He's got a rushing touchdown on this game. I didn't watch uh, much of it because I was traveling and then I was rushed in and watched some Red Zone and was getting ready for a show. I didn't see a lot of this game. But I now – I've subscribed to NFL Plus so I can uh watch like a 22-minute version of this game. I think I might do that because I want to see. I want to see some of this stuff. Yeah, me too. Give us a give us a taps, my friend.
2: All right, I'm going deep. Have you All ever right. heard of the Washington Commanders? They're a <laughs> they're a professional team. They're in they're in the eastern part of the country.
1: Are they also undefeated like the Atlanta? They, Falcons? they have not
2: lost their games yet. Mm. And their quarterback, and this is a shout out to my children at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, where they have had. Two shoot them up lockdowns in the last three weeks, and it is Oof. making me and my kids crazy.
1: Oh my goodness, I didn't it know that
2: is insane. So yeah, keep keep an eye on the news. See when the next time that they're shooting up the University of North Carolina. But oh. the quarterback in the Washington Commanders is Sam Howell, who was a big time name in college and ended up with this. What is it? triple I can never remember where Washington <laughs> played.
1: They got to have a new owner. They got a whole new start. So.
2: He is looking solid. Thirty-five points that they put up yesterday, and they got Chase Young on defense. They got some. They got some parts that will get them to the first round of the playoffs too. They're a, yeah. they're a Falcons level team in the NFC. So like my it. kudos go out go out to Sam Howell and the Washington Commandos.
1: <laughs> I like it. But
2: now like it. it's What's time it? for which comes first. Oh, yes, song. it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first.
1: Falcons <laughs> playoff win or Buccaneers playoff win? <laughs> they're both 2-0. and oh. That's the yeah. top of the division.
2: I bet they play each other.
1: I bet they, they're going to have to play each other twice.
2: Yeah, I bet they At play least. each other in the playoffs, too. All right, um, I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going yeah? with Falcons over Baker. We've uh, we've us Georgia boys have ruined Baker's life on more than one occasion. So I'll uh, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take Falcons on that one. All
1: right. I hope you're right, but to be contrarian, I'm gonna. I think that I think the they're both middling teams, and the. Right now the Buccaneers have a better quarterback and, and, and a game plan that's more dynamic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got Mike Evans.
1: I got Mike Evans. I love Mike Evans. I've loved Mike Evans always. I've I had him for years on the fantasy team. And then I, Andreas and I went to a Thursday night game in Tampa a couple years ago. Man, that guy caught everything it was they are so
2: stupid for what the way they're treating him that the fact that they're not just signing him giving him whatever he wants and it's that same glazer group that ruined man united that's for that's for andreas (laughs) ruined man united in in england and uh I, i don't know what they're doing why you wouldn't give him an extra couple million he's the face of the franchise biggest name in the city in the in this area i mean Mike Evans is, is he is the bucks. I mean, without Brady, they, they're just stupid. They're just greedy and stupid.
1: I agree. And uh, for those of you who don't know, he's the only wide receiver to ever, is it seven years now? A thousand years, thousand yard seasons. And he's off to a hell of a start for the eighth, I believe. I think I have those numbers, right? Anyway, it's several. He's never not had a thousand yards in a season. That's an amazing yeah. amount of consistency. He was Johnny Manziel's target in college.
2: Yeah, I mean, even an Aggie, I'm able, to, I'm able to respect him, even though he's an Aggie.
1: <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, jump in the comments here. We got a bunch of comments from Andy Merriman. That's not like you, Andy. What are you doing? <laughs> are you just freaked out about the uh, about the? Andy's up
2: tonight. Come on, Andy. Come drink with us. <laughs>
1: Andy's Andy's got a real job, so he's uh, <laughs> he's not available till the evening time. Maybe that's what's going on. Well, yes. I do
2: have another topic for us to discuss, and that is the Los Angeles Rams backup quarterback situation.
1: Yeah. Now, what
2: is the story? What do we know? We don't know anything. Every time I go and search it on Google, that literally every, every article says people are praying for Stetson Bennett. They're praying for him. Like, what the hell? How is this in every headline about the story <laughs> is that people are praying for him? Has he been possessed by the devil or something? Is that one of these
1: mysterious personal days and he disappeared for a minute? Is that what happened? Chad
2: says it's rehab. Chad says it's, it's it's that drinking that had him knocking on doors at six o'clock in the morning.
1: But he was just guessing. He doesn't know anything, right? Oh, he doesn't know. That seems like a good guess.
2: But I mean, he did get (laughs) sort of arrested for being too drunk. Right. I just can't, I can't imagine him not being able to put it aside for his NFL career. I mean, yeah. maybe it's something else. I mean, McVeigh couldn't be more cryptic about it. He is just <laughs> like, oh, we're just going to not talk about this at all.
1: McVeigh's and- being cryptic about a lot of stuff. Cam Akers was benched out of the blue again today, uh, yesterday, and they're, they're talking about trading him. Hmm. He's your best running back. What? It's, it's, something's really weird is happening with that team right now. Um, I don't know if yeah, Cam I'm- Akers is just a giant pain in the ass or if he's yeah. – banging Mrs. McVay or something <laughs> something weird is happening.
2: The Rams have every opportunity to be great again. I mean they have I can't believe
1: they look good. I didn't expect that I at all. Against
2: the 49ers? I thought the 49ers were going to be unstoppable until I saw Pittsburgh tonight. And then that made me think, oh well maybe 49ers are just good.
1: <laughs> yeah the 49ers are good. That's it's 49ers Eagles and there's a big drop off to third place in that conference. I don't even I don't even know who you would put there falcons okay sure or top eight we're top eight for sure we're not top eight in the conference in the top conference 10. Top 10. <laughs> sixteen go, teams. Falcons. go falcons um all right let's do uh let's let's do this all right all right kids put your thinking
2: caps on it's quiz time you weren't able to put more falcon trivia together for you were you
1: no know okay
2: it's gonna be harder
1: then i forgot you'd been studying it for another piece <laughs> you had done uh who completed 69.1 percent of his passes for 490 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions over the last two games what
2: uh deshaun watson baker mayfield <laughs> <laughs> the other cleveland quarterback johnny Manziel sixty-nine point one percent.
1: Of course, it's
2: sixty-nine.
1: Here we go, go Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has done something Tom Brady never did in Tampa: start a season two and zero, oh. <laughs> and he did not throw a pick in either game.
2: He looks. He does not look good.
1: He, <laughs> I mean, he, I have
2: been watching. These are the games I have been watching. I know he I'm looks good. fine.
1: But he that's looks better totally than Art. <clears throat> He's I predicted that he would be in the twenty fifth ish range of quarterbacks in the NFL, and I nailed
2: him a couple more weeks.
1: Here you go, even out. Here is your last quiz: the last Tampa Bay quarterback to do so to go two and zero and not throw an interception in the games
2: was. There's no way it was Jameis Winston not throwing an interception.
1: (laughs) No, that's not Jameis Winston. All right,
2: um, wait. Wait, are we,
1: this, is, it, is it a long This is your time second ago? favorite team, Glenn. I understand. Yes, they are. <laughs> I am stuck with them. Vinny Testaverdi. Oh, that's a good guess. It's. It was the year 2000. It was not Vinny. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you got? You had Tampa Bay quarterback for 2000? Back to
2: back 2 0 or just one 2 0 start?
1: One 2 0 start. No interceptions. 2000.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this help me out. Where's where's, it is a name where's that I knew, but I would have never been. What are the they board? saying
2: on the board? I got. I'm. 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 I'm not coming up with anything. It's uh, Steve Young. He's very short.
1: He was. He was scrappy and short and black. Doug Flutie. Oh, what, what did you say? <laughs> not, not
2: <laughs> scrappy black. short. And what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, I got it. I got it. Aaron Brooks.
1: Shot. Are Aaron, Aaron Brooks? That's pulling one out of your ass. Sean King, remember that name? He was Ooh, in well, was, casting for a while.
2: The the championship game against the Rams. Yeah, I think you're right. Tori Holt and uh, Kurt Warner and all.
1: Speaking of short and black, I when when I, I keep hearing about Marvin Harrison Jr. and it was he's supposed to be one of the highest. You know, he'll, he'll be drafted very high in the NFL draft. three. Year.
2: He's what? They're saying top three. When yeah, yeah. Him. It sounds
1: like it could be. It could be a couple quarterbacks and him right there at the top. Um, and I was it's Marvin Harrison's kid, so I was like, right, he's got to be short, right? I looked it up, <clears throat> he's six four, and he runs the same speed as Marvin. He's a are big you his mama, yeah, right. I don't it's good for him. I want to see this. I want I keep hearing about how great he is, and all the quarterback, all the uh wide receivers that are coming out of Ohio State keep gushing about him. So we'll see, he could be a star.
2: I don't like to look at anything positive about Ohio State, though, so I'll I'll, I'll catch up later. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. The
1: big threat to Georgia football going forward is this NIL money that's moving into (laughs) Texas and USC. That's what I'm worried about.
2: I was not particularly impressed with the Georgia Bulldogs this weekend, at least in the first half. The second half was quite pleasant. But
1: Both of our teams have a quarterback problem right
2: now. It's back. He's not that good.
1: He's Not, that's right. average. That's what happens when you get spoiled with a really good quarterback.
2: But Stetson wasn't a really good quarterback. At the college level, he was a really good quarterback. Yes. I mean, the. the he was the dependable.
1: He, he had a lot of skills. He could run, he could throw, he made good decisions consistently. He didn't make a lot of goofy mistakes. And he's, these are kids, you know. You forget how young they are until you see a new one come in.
2: Well, and so every once in a while, you're going to drink at 5 o'clock in the morning and knock on people's doors. <laughs> That's what's going to happen <laughs> when mis- you're in college at 26 and years old.
1: And suddenly you're out and you're – the craziest stat is the thing we saw. You We saw this, right, that he played with uh, Sony Michelle on the same team. Sony is now retired from the NFL, and <laughs> Stetson hasn't taken a snap yet. Yes. What a crazy! How is that? That seems impossible. Yeah. Long term, so it goes. Well, I'm rooting for Stetson. I hope he's all right. I bet it's I drinking. Hope he's okay. It's drinking. Well, otherwise they would just say what it is, right?
2: Maybe it's demon possession. You're ruling that out very, you know, right off the top, and you're not even really considering it as a possibility.
1: It could be one of these Calvin Ridley, like, I'm having a mental breakdown, and they don't want to talk about that. Because if, because if his, whatever, his aunt died, they would just tell you that, right? If it was something pedestrian and normal, if it was if he crashed a car, then we would know that, right?
2: I would say stupid gambling is choice number two
1: behind the drinking. Stupid gambling? I think mental breakdown's got to be top two. Mental breakdown? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I guess. Sort but, of anxiety, um, some... Laying in a corner, curled up for three days, can't move. Maybe he's not uh, drinking
2: enough. Problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe he should uh, he should get some of that uh, sugar water that you and like <laughs> oh, just sugar water. By the way, that game I've never seen. I, I've never I've never seen a weather forecast hold so true. <laughs> On Monday, it was a Sunday game. On Monday, they said there was a hundred percent chance of rain. And I was like, well, that no, I mean, why would you even say a hundred if you're allowed to put a number to it and give yourself an out? Every day we looked, it said hundred percent chance of rain. We got tickets for like 40 bucks. Baxter waited till the night before and got tickets for like 17. The place was empty, right? Because they knew the whole week it was gonna rain all day. The Jets were terrible. The Falcons don't travel. It was you and me and Andreas and Baxter the Chain and Gang. Martini, <laughs> the chain gang, and the and the weird collection of Jets fans near us who shared with us their southern food. You remember them? <laughs> all right. They, they made the Atlanta
2: m- meal.
1: Every week they make the food of the opponent, right? They play the Patriots, they get lobster rolls. If they played Ravens, they did crab cakes or whatever. So they they tried to make Southern food, and they had what was it? They had some cake that only Baxter had ever heard of. Oh yeah, you're oh, Southern. That's... What's the Southern cake they made?
2: It was something like cornbread related, wasn't it, or was it?
1: No, it was like it had a weird name that was like something you would only hear in like Cairo, Georgia. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll check with Baxter next time. But I but the Jets fans were great. They were nice yeah. to us, right? Anyway, I love that tradition. I'm going to I'm gonna try to go to a Falcons game at Cardinals this year. Andreas happens to be there for a golf thing with his buddies.
2: Maybe I'm you gonna, should come to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers Falcons game.
1: Oh, I love that. I want to come down there and work that club in Sarasota too. Yeah. The Tampa games are fun. The only problem is the heat. You, you really want it to be a night game. Well, you want it to be after November. Or that.
2: That too. It's going to get good down here coming to October, November.
1: Maybe Come down, do the show, I'll
2: open for you. We'll go to the game.
1: All right. Half of that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm better than I used to be. You are actually. You've gotten a lot better.
2: <laughs> In case y'all didn't know, I opened for Kostaki over the course of the summer on our on our road trip. So <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not trying very hard, but I no am. no no. He's
1: not trying. Very hard. <laughs> Yeah, you were great. You actually improved leaps and bounds. Uh but so did Desmond Ritter. So yeah <laughs> me and Desmond. It's Glenn Grizzard, everybody. We love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. It's good to see you. Uh thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for following along. Ron Schultz jumping in here. Uh Derek brudnick look at that. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Ryan. Oh, a bunch of good bunch of names I know. Thank you guys for jumping in here. And those of you listening, uh, swing by your platform and uh, give us a five-star review. Come join me out there on the road. Uh, I'm not always selling a whole bunch of tickets, but the show is good. <laughs> How's that for a pitch? It's good. It is good. It's been fun. I've really enjoyed working on the stuff. So I'll see you out there. Thanks for listening, and uh, hope all your football dreams come true this week. Wait, we're going to do music? This would be a good time for music. We do the, we'll do the outro music. This is different music. Go watch some football. Football oh, weird. Is there still two games? No, they're not over yet. All right. I hope they end the way you want, everybody. Yeah. Pray for Nick Chubb. Yes. That's, 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 better. <laughs>
2: that's what we do.